Bishop Matthew Adiaminta is an apostle of great faith. God has used him to raise nine people from the dead and perform several miracles, including incredible healings of cancer, HIV AIDS, kidney failures, and many more. He is a healing evangelist, church planter, great teacher, and a mighty prophet who speaks to the nations. He is also an author of many books. In Faith to Faith Hour, he reveals divine secrets and truth. Stay tuned and be blessed. You can be changed in the atmosphere of faith. Miracles take place in the Father, I want to thank you and bless your name. For you are God and all powers belong to you. We pray that by your grace and by your spirit, you take absolute control. Bless us from every side, even as we walk through your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. We're still on the issue of breaking the limit. Everybody say breaking the limit. Breaking the limit. Um, today we are looking at breaking financial limitation in your life. How many of you want to have breakthrough in finances? You know, money is something that people don't want to talk about it. We feel shy to talk about money. How many of you know that? Sometimes we feel shy to talk about money, but it's very important in our life. Sometimes people don't want to even be associated with money. You know, when you tell people, oh, Charlie, the cash is coming. You say, what is it? What is it? Amen. But, you know, that is one also of the issue of poverty mentality. Poverty mentality will let you run away from money. As if money is evil. Is money evil? Amen. So, the Bible talks about it. You read the Bible, it talks about money. There are so many scriptures, Jesus talked about money. And so, we also need to talk about it. And one of the things that, as a believer, sometimes you can face is financial limitation. <laughs> You are faced with what? Financial limitation. Sometimes you have good plans, but you are not able to carry them out because of what? Financial limitation. Sometimes friends may think that you are not really doing well. It's because of what? Financial limitation. So the issue of financial limitation is something that needs to be addressed. And the Bible talks about it. There's a whole lot of things in the Bible about financial limitation. And there's a way we can break it. How many of you are ready to break it in your life? You need to know. It's not just complain about it. People will complain about their finances. They will go around and, 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 and sometimes, um, you know, blame people and do 
All those things cannot help you to have breakthrough in finances. It is something you need to work on. Financial limitation will not just come. It's not just because you are working in the market, then he chases you. It's something that it comes subtly into our lives. It, when we don't take no, when we don't do certain things according to the word of God. Amen. And so today we're looking at that issue of financial limitation. Now let's look up Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 3. One of the things that financial limitation can bring to your life is to humble you. How many of you know that? You know, financial limitation comes to humble you. It comes to make you humble. I'm not saying it's a good thing. But you become what? Humble. Is that right? When there's no money, how you walk? You know, you don't want to even lift up your head. Amen. You, when you are you, you walk to somebody's house, you know, my, my grandmother was a money lender. And so I watched people come uh, to borrow money from my grandma. And when they come, you give them even a, a high chair. They will not sit down. Sometimes they will sit on the veranda. They will just sit on the floor. Oh, mommy, I'm in you know, so um, financial limitation can make you humble. It can make you humble when you don't have money. You become so humble. And, and, and sometimes people can even insult you and you, you just look at them and you don't want to say anything because you don't have what it takes. May God give you financial breakthrough. Sometimes you cannot find your voice. You cannot find your voice is gone. Even though you can talk, but you cannot find your voice. Let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 2. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness. You know, we must remember how God leads us. Some of us, we don't remember anything. Our experience with God is something we should learn. It's like a school. Amen. You know, so he said 40 years. God led the children of Israel for 40 years. And that 40 years, God was really giving them certain experiences. He was teaching them the way of life. The way of life. Amen. And your life, the experience you have with your landlords, the experience you have with friends, the experience you have, it's all school. And you should learn. But some of us don't learn anything. Life goes on. 
Amen. So the Bible says, so you should remember. You should remember your experience. You should remember the day you could not feed your children. You could remember the day you could not have for three square meals a day. You should remember. And when you remember those things, it will make you humble. When you remember when you were sleeping at your uh, auntie's kitchen. Amen. I used to share bed with my grandma. And I'm not ashamed of it. As a boy. You know, sometimes we have visitors in the house and there's no place and I have to share a bed with my grandma. As a boy. Very innocent. Amen. Amen. And those things, it's, it's, and gradually I grew up to have a soft spot for, for old women. That means great respect and, 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 and I always want to do something to help them. It's because of that experience. So you learn over the years, you do what? Learn. Amen. To humble thee. Everybody said to do what? Humble thee. To humble you. And number two, to prove you. For 40 years, God want them, want to teach them humility. For 40 years, God want to prove them So, for God to bring you to a place of enlargement, he needs to uh, humble you. You need to be humble. So, humility is very important. Amen. To know what was in thy heart. God wants to know what is in your heart. Sometimes some of the challenges you have in life, just because God wants to know what is in your heart. Because there are some people, as soon as they get money, they are a different person altogether. Is that right? Amen. You see them differently. Their song is different. The kind of songs they used to sing. Amen. Hallelujah. And when they don't have money, they have a kind of sing. Oh, here, yo, here, yeah. Oh, here, yeah, say. But when they have money, Amen. So you see the two scenarios. And God wants to prove your heart. Why you really love God. 
I've seen people change. Even in church. I've seen people change. People, their lives are changed and they change. They don't care anymore for God. Their love for God is different. Because of little influence. Hallelujah. Let's look at the scriptures again. Whether thou wouldn't keep his commandment or not. There are people here. You are sitting here praying, oh God bless me. As soon as you get money, you will not keep the commandment of God anymore. You will not keep it anymore. Amen? And so, we need to all the time balance our act with the word of God. Verse 3, and he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger. So, hunger can make you humble, true or false. It because of hunger. Esau was hungry. And he sold his birthright. I've seen women who have entered into prostitution. There are some I try to convert them. They will tell you, I'm so hungry. I'm doing this for my children. Hunger. So, hunger can humble you. God wants us to learn. So that We will keep his commandment and suffer thee to hunger and fed thee with manna which thou knowest not, neither did thy fathers know. You know, you can eat something you don't know because of what? Hunger. Those of you who saw 1983 and people were eating all kinds of things. Put your hands together. How far God has brought us. People, because of hunger, people did things against God. Because of hunger. God of miracles, signs, and wonders, by stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs, and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God, the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit, and the power of faith to have miracles, signs, and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs, and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now.
supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adamenza, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adamenza challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural faith to raise the dead is a mastery. Grab a copy now. not live by bread only, but by every way that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord that man live. Amen. Now, one thing is that, you see, even when you're having challenges in life, God wants you to live according to his word. Point to somebody and say, live according to the word of God. Live according to the word of God. Put your hands together for the Lord. God, with God, God is a teacher. He is not a father who will pamper you. He will train you so that you can live a balanced life. Everybody say hunger. Hunger. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. God wants his children to have riches that come from the blessings of God. God wants to lead you in a place of abundance. Everybody say, a place of abundance. But he will train you. Before you come to a place of abundance, God will do what? Will train you. Will train you. So that you will not forget the Lord. Let's look up Isaiah 60 verse 2. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and grow darkness, the people. But the Lord shall rise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. People will be suffering, but God's glory will rise upon you. You didn't say amen to that. People will suffer, but those who will put their trust in the word of God God will let light rise up for you. Receive the glory of God. Receive the light of God. Amen. Darkness. That means economic situation will be very dark. 
And let me tell you, throughout the world, sometimes money fails. In the time of Jacob, in the time of Jacob, there was famine. In the time of Abraham, there was a famine. In the time of Isaac, there was famine. So as for economic stability, it's something that keeps on changing. Amen. The economic fundamentals is not going to be stable throughout. It rises and it falls. But to you, God will let light rise up for you. The glory of God. And so you should know that it is the blessings of God that make it rich. It's not stealing. People think when they steal, they can be rich. People think when they cheat, they can be rich. It's not cheating. It's not stealing. It's not doctrine numbers. That will make you rich. It is the blessings of God. I say the blessings of God. So you should seek. If you want to break through, if you want to break the limitation in finances, the first thing you should know is the blessings of the Lord. It's not manipulation. It's good to marry. It's good to have a good husband. But that will not make you rich. It's still what? The blessings of God. Some women think that if they have, they have uh, a woman, a men to manipulate and get some, that will make them rich. It's a fallacy. It's a fallacy. It's the blessings of God. It's the blessings of God. Hallelujah. Let's go to Proverbs 10. Now let's start from 21. The lips of the righteous feed many. The Bible says the lips of what? The righteous will feed many. Hallelujah. The lips of the righteous feed many. But fools die for want of wisdom. 22. The blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he added no sorrow with it. That means the blessings of God, when it makes you rich, it does not import any sorrow with it. May God bless you. Hallelujah. It is the blessings of the Lord that makes rich. It's not being smart. It's not being crook. It's not taking advantage of people. It's not going on the internet and scam people. Wicked people think they go on the net and they can scam people and, and make thousands of Dollars, it will make them rich. That's not true. It's just for a, a while. You pay for it. 
and the Lord will let you pay. It's not the stealing of people's money that will make you rich. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Number one, covenant is a supernatural key to break financial limits. Everybody say covenant. Covenant. To have a covenant with the law is the supernatural key that will break financial limitation in your life. You want to experience financial limitation, have covenant with God. Point to the person sitting by you and say, have covenant with God. Have covenant with God. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 8, 7 to 10. When you have eaten and are full, that means God wants you to eat and be full. Oh, you didn't say amen to that. Then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments, his judgment, and his status, which I command you today. Least when you have eaten and full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them, and when your herds and your flocks multiply, and your silver and your gold are multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, when your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Now, God is giving a caution here. And God is saying, I'm going to multiply your house. You built beautiful house. You didn't say amen to that. God said, your gold and silver will be multiplied. That means God wants your gold and silver to be multiplied. May your account become fat. Oh, you didn't say amen to that? Hallelujah. And he said, when you have eaten, sometimes you don't have choices in what you eat when you have financial limitation. I know certain woman, he will, he will grant pepper and kinky, no fish, no meat. And the children will eat and they'll be drinking water. <sighs> and the more water they take, that means the water will fill the place. Amen. Hallelujah. May God take that thing away from you. That God wanted to eat full. You should have choices in what you you eat. He really wants you to have choices. What you should eat. Amen. Some people when it comes to eating everyday banku. 
everyday banku. Amen. There should be, you should have varieties. Amen. Chikanato bonat kusa. And you know a lot of them. Amen. I hear shawarma. Doesn't people love shawarma here? Amen. But God is saying, when all this sin begin to happen, be careful so that you forget the Lord. I've seen people right in this church. I've seen people that God started multiplying them and they become different species. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember one time, a man that I said, Oh, but I mean, we don't see you in a church. Ah, but there's a church by four, sir. Amen. But this is a person that all the time in the prayer meeting, you could see him. This is a person that is always in the service. Amen. May God give us wisdom. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adamus's stable, and from the days of John the Baptist. Until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adamus reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. God of Miracles, Signs and Wonders By stretching out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. This book contains mind-blowing and incredible testimonies, healings, miracles, signs and wonders done in the glorious name of Jesus Christ through the ministry of Bishop Adiaminsa. He reveals the step-to-step -step approach about how to grow in the word of God the levels of anointing of the Holy Spirit and the power of faith to have miracles, signs and wonders in your life and ministry through the simplicity of preaching the gospel. God of miracles, signs and wonders is a must read. Grab your copy now.
Verse 18. And you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives you power to get well. That he may establish his covenant. Which he swore to your fathers. As it is this day. The covenant of God. You see, today you look at Europe. They used the covenant of God. They were into churches. They were building cathedrals, praying, doing evangelism. And God blessed them. After God has blessed Europe and America, now they become super powers. They said, no, no God. Now there's a slogan. Some say, down with church. Some say, down with God. It's even offense to tell somebody the name God. Some people in Europe don't want to hear the name of God. After their fathers labored, they prayed, built churches, went on missions. They were on missions. And God blessed them. That means they were building the, the covenant capacity. And God blessed them. Now they think they don't need God anymore. They don't need church. They are selling churches. Turning it into mosque. A time will come. Europe will cry. America, they will cry for living God. They will curse the present generation who doesn't want to have anything to do with God. They will, they will curse them. The present generation in Europe, the politicians, a generation will come, they will curse them for leaving God. Because you cannot play games with God. That's why, you know, some, we need to be very careful. When people are talking about church, 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 and church, church, at the time we have to go and work, Muslims pray five times a day. Can anybody say that Muslims stop praying five times a day? They are afraid of them. It's only church. People will open their wild mouth and talk against churches. Because of one or two pastors or three pastors who are fooling around, you want to regulate church? Parliament has no power to regulate churches. Amen. You see, sometimes they focus only on a pastor, but the pastors are doing this. A pastor. Do you know what juju men do in their secret? The thing that they make people do. They make people naked. They dance naked. And because there's no camera there to capture. Why don't you regulate Jujume? Malams. Why don't you regulate them? Why don't you regulate the Marabus? Why don't you regulate the spiritual, what they call it? And these politicians, sometimes they run to them and they cheat them and they don't say anything. 
years ago, one of the head of state in Ghana had power. He went to see the man, and the man said, I will conjure a spirit to come from the sea. And if you can talk to that spirit, whatever you want, you will rule Ghana forever. He said, oh, I, I, I'm a, a Sujaman. I can do that. And he said, okay. So deep in the night, he said, and this man got one of his boys and used white paint, paint him from head down, naked, asked him to hide somewhere in the sea. So after he enjoy and talk, this guy started coming. And was, when he was coming, he was going up and down. The general looked, then he started running. Said, hey, general, stop. Say, hey, no, no, no. This one, I can't face it. And said, general, three days time, if we don't do something. If I tell you the money he paid, I will not tell you stories. And what the person who was telling me this story was one of the errand boy of that spiritualist. So the man paid huge money. Hallelujah. Amen. So nobody can regulate church. You can't tell me when I should pray to God. If I go for prayer meeting during a work time, provided I'm not a worker. And I, I, I'm going for prayer. I mean, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong. Nobody is breaking the constitution. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes the devil, when he wants to do some things, he will try as much as possible to turn this around. And we Christians will be following. It's all the trap of the devil. Amen. If you go and sit on Pastor So-so-and-so church and he will defraud you, it's your own problem. Hallelujah. So the covenant, God said, we should not forget his covenant. Paying tight is a covenant thing. Have a covenant with God. Don't leave God. There are some of you mothers here, your children, as soon as they get to university, they leave church. Do you know what that means? I mean, that child, when he's old, he will not take care of you. Children that forget God. Hallelujah. Amen. I have to intervene with one of the boys who went through our Sunday school year, had a master's degree, he was teaching as a lecturer of one of the universities. And he was fooling around, and they were going to dismiss him. And he said, my father is uh, Bishop Adam. And said, ah. So they called me. And when I went there, I said, do you know this boy? Oh, yeah, I know him. He was in the Sunday school. Hey, Bishop, you know you are? Amen. You know, sometimes when you get to certain place, you have many children. It's amazing if I, you, uh, you check my phone. I have Muslims calling me their father. Sending me a message. 
Amen. So covenant. Make sure your children come to church. Make sure they pray. Make sure they tithe. Make sure they are following God. It's a covenant with God. You may die and go, but if you don't plant your children in the things of God, all that you are fighting to give to them will be wasted. Will be wasted. Hallelujah. Say covenant. Covenant. Covenant people will all the time excel. And they will break every financial restraint over their lives. Put your hands together for the Lord. Psalm 45 verse 4. And in your majesty, ride prosperly because of truth, humility, righteousness. And your right hand shall teach you awesome things. In your majesty, ride prosperly because of truth. The truth of God, the humility of God, righteousness will let you ride prosperously. That's what the Bible is saying. Humility of God, righteousness of God will lift you high. I know people who are nobody, but today, God has made them somebody. Hallelujah. Listen to me. Don't compare yourself to the prosperity of the fools and the wicked. I'm talking about godly prosperity. And God will not disappoint you. You will ride high. In the name of Jesus. May you ride high. In the name of Jesus. I say, may you ride high. Jeremiah 33, verse 25 to 26. Thus says the Lord, if my covenant is not with day and night, that means the covenant of God is day and night business. It's a day and night business. And if I have not appointed the ordinances of heaven and earth, then I will cast away the descendant of Jacob and David my servant, so that I will not take any of his descendants to be rulers over the descendants of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For I will cause their captives to return, and I will have mercy on them. May God have mercy on you. You see, the covenant of God, even when you make a mistake, because of the covenant, God's mercy will come on you. I say, God's mercy will come on you. Because of the covenant, God will never forget you. Hallelujah. No matter what happens, when you have covenant with God, God will never forget your children. The covenant of God. And God is saying, I will make them rulers. The covenant will make you rule. You will rule because of the covenant. The covenant of God will make you a ruler in your father's house. The covenant of God will make you a ruler in your mother's house. The covenant of God will make you a ruler 
in, in your business field, the covenant of God will make you a ruler. Because of the covenant. Sometimes your siblings may not understand why you are prospering. It's the covenant. And it helps you to break financial limit in your life. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Supernatural faith to raise the dead. And Jesus said, As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out demons. In this book, Bishop Adaminsa, whom God has used to raise nine people from the dead, shares his experiences and that of other men of God, like Archbishop Benson Idahosa. Bishop Adaminsa challenges young ministers how they can receive faith and the anointing to raise the dead and the dying. Supernatural Faith to Raise the Dead is a must-read. Grab a copy now. Audacity of Faith is another faith blockbuster book from the Apostle of Faith, Bishop Matthew Adaminsa's stable. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. Matthew 11:12. Bishop Adaminsa reviews faith is a supernatural force higher than the natural force. Faith breaks protocol with check. Faith suspends natural law with immunity and provides exemptions. The book is full of super sensational testimonies of miracles, signs and wonders done through impunity, indemnity and immunity, audacity of faith. Grab your copy now. number two. God wants you to have more than you can carry. How many of you want more than you can carry blessings? Financial blessings. More than you could carry. Receive them in the name of Jesus. Say receive them in the name of Jesus. Yes, God wants you to have more than you could carry. That means more than enough. Not as you can't help anybody. You can't stretch your hands. What you have is only for you and your wife and your children. But God wants to bless you so that you can stretch your hands to others. Sometimes the reason why we become selfish is that we don't have enough. True or false? Amen. I know a certain woman who was having about eight children. 
And when he cooked, you know, he would just put the food there. Instead of serving the children, he would not serve them uh, for some time. Then some of them will go out. Some of them will go. And the few, he just shared it. <laughs> when you go, ah, but you are not in the house. Amen. May you have more than you could carry. And God wants you to have more than you could carry. So that you can support the work of God. Yesterday I traveled to my hometown. I'm building a church there and a school. Amen. Hallelujah. And you know, set things it's because I believe what I can give to my people is a place of worship and God. Hallelujah. And also school. Put your hands together for the Lord. Second Chronicle chapter 20, verse 25. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, they found among them an abundance of valuables on the dead bodies, precious jewels, which they strive off for themselves, more than they could carry away. And they were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much. Everybody say, more than you could carry. May you receive the blessings of more than you could carry. I say, may you receive the blessings of more than you could carry in the name of Jesus. More than you could carry blessings. Hallelujah. You know, my mother was a very a big businesswoman. I've seen money. In those days, you know, when you put your money in your account, then the government will take it. Sometimes a room, my mom could pack money and it becomes like a bed. I would put this in on and we'll be sleeping on it. Oh, yes. Hallelujah. May God bless you. May God multiply your silver and gold. Receive them in the name of Jesus. More than you could carry blessings. More than you could carry blessings. Psalm 35 verse 27. Sometimes when I hear people that they say prosperity gospel. You see, it's, you hear somebody talking about prosperity. I mean now people preach prosperity gospel, it means they are ignorant. Because the gospel itself, it comes to prosper people. You are in sin. The gospel will liberate you. Amen. You are restricted. The gospel brings the power of liberation. And gradually, God begins to bless you. So, 
The gospel is a, is a prosperity program. And I've seen people's lives that were wretched, but God turned them around because they believe in the gospel. And one thing that the gospel also, it makes you civilized. You become a civilized person. Become a civilized person. That's the power of the gospel. Receive them in the name of Jesus. Psalm 35, verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad. Now, I, I want you to look at this scripture. Who favor my righteous cause? So what is righteous cause of God? If the Bible says, what is the righteous cause? Amen. And let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. So, you know, when you are, you, you don't want to talk about money, you are showering away from money. God is saying continuously say. It's something you must rejoice, shout. So when we talk about prosperity, the Bible is saying that shout. You prosper. You shout. Is this in the Bible? Let's read it again. Let them shout for joy and be glad. How many of you, when I say you're going to have more poverty, you will shout. Receive more prosperity. That's what the Bible is saying. Shout for joy. Amen. Who favor my righteous cause? Prosperity is God's righteous cause. Because without it, we cannot plant churches. Without it, we can't do the work of God. Amen. Let the Lord be magnified. Who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. One more time. Psalm 118 verse 25. Serve now. I pray. Oh Lord. Oh Lord I pray. Send now prosperity. Serve now Lord. Say save. Send down prosperity. So you have to pray about it. The Lord send down prosperity. Lift up your hands and say, I receive prosperity from the Lord. I receive prosperity. Send down 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 prosperity. Put your hands together for the Lord. There is also 
also another level of blessing. It's called heaping blessings. Everybody say heaping. How many of you want heaping blessing? That you heap money. God wants to have a heap. May the Lord cause the heaping blessing to come unto you now. Receive the heaping blessing. Receive the heaping. It simply means accumulation. It means mounting. You see, sometimes you read the Bible, David will say, he made my mountain to stand. Your mountain is going to stand. I say your mountain is going to stand. That means the level that you get, your prosperity will not go back. And I see this month the heaping blessings coming to you. Come on, receive now. Come on, receive now. Come on, receive now. Pastor was telling me about a certain woman that had a breakthrough. And one tithe he, she paid to the church. It transformed the whole church. One tithe. I pray that you get to that level. I pray that you get to that level. I pray that you get to that level. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Psalm 30 verse 7. Lord, by your favor, you have made my mountain stand strong. You hid your face and I was troubled. Amen. You know, that is when you get to the Heaping blessings, then you can say, My mountain is standing. Second Chronicle chapter 31, we're reading from 7 to 10. In the third mount, they began laying them heaps, and they finished in the seventh month. And when Hezekiah and the leader came and saw the heaps. They blessed the Lord and his people Israel. Then Hezekiah questioned the priest and the Levite concerning the heaps. And Azariah, the chief priest from the house of Zadok, answered him and said, Since the people began to bring the offerings into the house of the Lord, we have had enough to eat and have plenty left. For the Lord has blessed his people. And what is left is this great abundance. May this prophetic word happen in your life. The people started bringing the tithe. And they heaped it. And, and it became a mountain. Hallelujah. I see God touching your life. I see God turning your mountains around. 
and bringing the blessings of the mountains to you. Receive the heap blessings. Receive the heap blessings. Hallelujah. There are some people when you go to their account, every day read. No heap. But I prophesied on you that anyone that is hearing my voice today, that God will cause you from today going as you hear the sound of my voice, your mountains will stand. We break every limitation over your life and declare and decree you will begin to heap. You begin to heap silver and gold. You begin to heap silver and gold. You begin to heap. Receive the heaping blessings. Receive the heaping blessings. Receive the heaping blessings. Sometimes when I'm saying some of these things, some of you may think it's just for preaching purpose. It's up to you to run with the word. I was preaching here and I said something and a, a lady took it up. She just believed in what I said. I was talking about using second-hand clothing. And this lady just grabbed the word. She went to me, brought all her second She said, Bishop, from today, I'm not wearing them anymore. From today, I'll be buying from boutique. And the last time she came here was last year. So I was asking her. She said, Bishop, since then, I'm off. So prophetically, I see the heaping blessings. I see the heaping blessings. We need to take certain things. There should be a heap in your house. There should be a heap in your account. There should be a heap in your pocket. Hallelujah. I love this word of God. Verse 4. Moreover, he commanded the people who dwell in Jerusalem to contribute support for the priests and the Levites that they might devote themselves to the law of the law. As soon as the commandment was circulated, the children of Israel brought in abundance the first fruit of grain and wine, oil, and honey, and of all the produce of the field. And they brought in abundance the tithe of everything. May you bring in tithe of everything. Tithe of land. You see, sometimes I preach this message in one of the lighthouse churches. You can tithe in land. You can tithe in houses. You can tithe. Tithe is not only restricted to money. But as God blesses you, you tried. Amen. And this blessings of heaping is commanded by, you see, when you, you've been faithful in first fruit and tithe, then the heap blessing must come on you. Receive the heap blessings. 
Receive the heat blessings. Put your hands together for the Lord. And the last one is overtaking blessings. Everybody say overtaking blessings. Overtaking blessings. I love this kind of blessings. You can break limitation through overtaking blessings. Overtaking blessings is a type of blessing when you get there. Even when you are sleeping, your money is working for you. When even you, you, you squat on the toilet, your money will be working for you. May you get to that zone. I command you to get there by the Spirit of God. Receive in the name of Jesus. It comes through investment. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1. Now it shall come to pass if you diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God to observe carefully all his commandments which I command you today that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. First God will do what? Set you high. May God set you high. In your family, may you be set high. In your business, may you be set high. In your ministry, may you be set high. God will set you high. Will set you high. Amen. And you need to pray about these things. And you need to obey God. And follow it up with Offerings. Then in verse 2, and all these blessings shall come upon you. May you receive all these blessings. May all these blessings of the Lord come upon you and overtake you because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. This kind of blessings comes by obedience to the voice. And this is where sometimes some of you, sometimes you are there, no pastor will come to you. But you are there, you, 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 you just feel that I should take this offering and go and give to the Lord. It's the voice of the Lord. It's not all the time pastors have to tell you so that you say that they are scamming. Amen. It comes by the voice of the Lord. And, and it's quantum. Sometimes the money is heavy. You say, ah, am I stupid? That's where God wants overtaking blessings to come on you. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. One day, certain young man came to me. He's just a young chap. And he came with a, an offering. I look at the offering and I look at this young man. I was asking myself, where did he get such a money? From? But as a pastor, I have to restrict myself and believe. 
And she said, the Lord spoke to me. So I've got that all. I just prayed for this man. Next day, not quite long, God started opening some doors. I said, hey! Hallelujah. There are some of you, you give calculatively. You calculate. That kind of giving cannot move you to overtake it. You calculate. Hallelujah. But overtaking, blessing come true. The voice of God. And you do so. I preach in one of the ICGC churches. And a young man walked to me. After the service, he walked to me. He told the pastor, God spoke to me that I should give Bishop this. He brought the check he brought was even bigger than the offering that the church was giving. I pray with him. I think within five days, his name was mentioned. He became a minister. And up to now, he keeps on referring to that. That one, you will hear it. The voice of the Lord. It's not any pastor who will tell the voice of the Lord. But sometimes we hear it, but we ignore it. And we hear it, oh. And when you hear it yourself, it becomes authentic than to be told by any pastor. When you hear it yourself. May God open your eyes. I say receive overtaking. I say receive overtaking. I say receive overtaking. Genesis 12, 10. Sometimes it's a seed you give even in a time of famine. Drought season. Sometimes in your dry season, that is the, the overtaking blessings. You give it during what? Drought season. Now there was a famine in the land. And Abraham went down to Egypt to dwell there. But the famine was severe in the land. That's a time of financial limitation. And it came to pass when he was close to entering Egypt that he said to Sarah, his wife, Indeed, I know that you are a woman of beautiful countenance. Here, Abraham, in a farming time, he entered into Egypt. And we know Abraham, he was a man of sowing seeds. Amen. 17. But the Lord plucked Pharaoh and his house with great pleas because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. And Pharaoh called them and said, What is this you have done to me? Why did you not tell me that she was your wife? Why did you say she is my sister? I might have taken her as my wife. Now therefore, there is your wife. Take her and go your way. Your way. So Pharaoh commanded his men concerning him, and they sent him away with his wife and all that he had. Now, verse 
13, 1. Then Abraham went out from Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and lot with him to the south. Abraham was very rich in livestock, in silver, and in gold. How did that happen? The man went in at a time of farming. He came out. He was very rich. May every financial drought in your life, may God bring you out strong. May God bring you out rich. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Genesis 26, other drought season. Time of, you see, so when there's financial drought in your life, limitation, it's a time for you to break through. It's a time God wants to give you some kind of blessings. If you believe it, say amen. Verse 1, there was a famine in the land. Beside the first farming that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. Two. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. That divine location. Everybody say divine location. You see, the covenant will bring you to a divine location. And once you are in a divine location, God will give you divine allocation. Everybody say this. Divine location will lead to divine allocation. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Let's read verse 12. Then Isaac saw in that land he sow. You have to sow. To break through, you have to sow. You have to give. People may not understand giving. And they think the pastors and read themselves. But that's not a truth. We are people who take care of our money and all. They know where. The kind of expenses we do. Amen. Hallelujah. For the fact that one or two people are bragging with their buildings and this thing. If that's what they were called to do, that's a bragging with their cars and uh, that's leave them. But majority pastors that I know, that's not what they do. They wisely invest the money into the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. Then Isaac sowed in the land and reaped in the same year hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And the man began to prosper and continue on prospering until he became very prosperous. You see three stages of prosperity. May you prosper. And may you prosper. May you continue on to prosper. Receive it in the name of Jesus. That's overtaking. You prosper, you prospering, and then you continue on to prosper. So that you prosper to some time, then the things stop. 
And he begins, oh, boze, boze. Oh, those days. Oh, mi pana minye. Amen. Odisikatum prara, pana minye. Amen. Then you begin to sing. Kaina na mi wosikano nada chivlet na mi dem. Pontiac. How many of you know Pontiac? You don't know. Hey, in those days, in Ghana, hey, Pontiac, when we see it, when we were kids, we put our hands, hey, Pontiac. Amen. I feel me we May that not be your portion. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I see overtaking blessings coming. 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 Receive them in the name of Jesus. Receive them in the name of Jesus. Give unto me financial breakthrough. Every limitation in my life, I break them and the power of the Holy Spirit by the power of the Holy Spirit I receive financial breakthrough I break away every limitation every shackle every financial hardness I break it off I break it off I break it off through my offering in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, bless them as they step out from this place and cause your face to shine. May they receive tangible testimonies from the north, from the south. Let the wind blow. The wind of blessings upon their lives in the name of Jesus may those who are owing them cause them to pay in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus may you send forth your angel to walk in all the places and mobilize blessings financial abundance for your people in Jesus' name, amen. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart and I'll save you forever. If you said this prayer, you've been blessed. Amen. Father, we pray for these ones and command your grace to come upon them. Even as they fellowship, let them grow. To become what you want them to be. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Thank you for watching Faith to Faith R. You're welcome to worship with us. Gospel Light International Church. Next to Orion Cinema. In Chroma Circle. Or visit any of our branches near you. Please call us for deliverance, prayer and counseling. And you may order a copy of this DVD or books by the bishop. Call 0261-984-098 or any of the numbers on the screen.
If the Lord has touched you to financially partner us for this broadcast or scholarship for needy students as well as for rural missions, send your donations to Ecobank account, Gospel Light International Church, account number 0300 944 023 Ring Road Central Branch. We hope to see you. God bless you.